Welcome to the Stadium Tech Report Podcast. I'm Phil Harvey, but enough about me. Let's look way over to Boulder, Colorado and say hello to the editor-in-chief of the Mobile Sports Report, Mr. Paul Kaputska. Hello, Phil. Hello, Paul. How are you? I'm very well. The Cubs won last night, so I'm in a good mood. Yes, they are playing the not-quite-Brooklyn Dodgers in the uh, <laughs> championship series. And uh, we've got how many games to go now? Uh, it's game five tonight. Boy, oh so boy. it's a three-game series, all is square. <laughs> By the time people are listening to this, I hope we're talking about the Cubs, Cleveland, and the World Series. But time, That's right. as they say, time will tell. Time will tell. And you know what? Kudos for Cleveland, man. Two, you, you could be a multiple championship city very, very soon. Whoever would have thunk that. Especially with, especially a city that has the Browns as their NFL franchise. <laughs> well, there's always that. Um, so, Paul, I just have a couple of observations. Technology is hard, and Patriots coach Bill Belichick is frustrated. <laughs> Those are my observations. Uh, it's a great place to start. Yes, indeed. Let's go back in time to August, uh, August 2016. Uh, the big story was that the Microsoft Surface was going to become the mainstay on NFL sidelines. Um, in the GeekWire report, uh, Microsoft's director of sports marketing and alliances, Jeff Tran, had, even, had uh, gone so far as to call it uh, the greatest technology integration in all of sports. Uh, now you kind of know what's going to happen when somebody says something's the greatest anything, right? Oh, you just you set up for the big fall, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean the 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 importance of that story really was that it solidified Microsoft as not just an experimental thing, but this is going to be standard operating equipment in NFL games. These are going to be your goalposts. These are going to be your first down markers, and you're going to have your Surface tablets. You know, it's all going to be regular old equipment. Um, and you know, throughout the stories that followed that, they talked about how on the tablet, you could break down plays, you could make annotations with the surface pen, some really interesting, fancy stuff. Now the NFL season begins. And did I mention Bill Belichick is frustrated? You did mention Bill Belichick is frustrated. <laughs> the hoodie so is we go moving to a, on to Los Angeles or, or wherever. Cincinnati. Yeah. We're moving on to Cincinnati. And uh, so here we go. Uh, uh, the uh, GeekWire story again, October 18th. Uh, why Patriots head coach Bill Belichick is done using Microsoft Surface tablets during games. Wow, that didn't take long, did it? No. Um, so uh, uh, the New England in, in the story, it says a New England head coach on Tuesday blasted the devices, telling reporters that he is done with tablets. He ripped Microsoft's products, saying they're just too undependable for me. And noting that he's not going back to, and that he's now going back to traditional printed black and white photos. The photographer in me is happy, but this is uh, certainly not what Microsoft was looking for. Um, to get the rebuttals, the statement from Microsoft said, "We respect Coach Belichick's decision, <laughs> <laughs> but stand behind the reliability, re reliability of Surface." You know what? How can you help but respect his decision? Mm. I mean, you really think you're going to talk him into something? No. Um, he, uh, the, the statement continues, uh, we continue to receive positive feedback on having the Surface devices on the sidelines from coaches, players, team personnel across the league. In other words, they're trying to paint it like, oh, this is just a one-off incident. Um, from the NFL, uh, their statement said, Microsoft is an integral strategic partner of the NFL 
and implementing their technology on our sidelines has increased the efficiency and speed of collaboration between coaches, players to an all-time high. $400 million. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing, too. First of all, yeah, let's get into that, the money. Right. There's a lot of money at stake. There's here. a lot of money at stake here. You know, I, th- I think there's a lot of ways to look at this. The And let's let's just start with the frustrations of Belichick, which I think right. are, are extremely valid. You know, you've got – he's really sort of the perfect test case for new technology, right? He's a grumpy old guy. And grumpy <laughs> right. old guys don't – you know, they're still buying flip phones when they can. I, I see them in the magazine. Yeah. You know, but get the flip phones with the big buttons. It, right. it, it's hard. Belichick has won what? Four Super Bowls? Five Super Bowls? I've lost count. This is a guy <laughs> a who's very good at what he does. And if there was a way where technology could help him, like an instant ball deflator, he would find it and use it. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, I was, but, I'm going to have to sit down. <laughs> this is, you know, when when you have something – and, and I think this is the problem with the surfaces. People did not go out and ask to have Microsoft Surface tablets on sidelines. Mm-hmm. This was right. a $400 deal where Microsoft pays the NFL. It's a product placement, right? Yeah. And and it's a product placement that, unfortunately, the the teams have no choice. They have to use these things or – I mean, I guess they can use paper, you know, tape paper to the top of it, but it's a product placement. It's money. The the teams have to use them. So you have a guy who's been doing things his own way. He's very comfortable doing things his own way. And you give him this thing, which you and I know, it's like even in perfect situations, even in an office situation where you have an IT staff or the CEO needs something to work. Look, this stuff doesn't always work. And, yeah. and when you're throwing in a wireless, I, I mean, just look at all, all the, the factors, the variables that are thrown in here, right? It, it's it's a mobile device. So you have battery issues. You have charging issues. You have reception issues. You have environmental issues. You're outside. Was, it's cold. Yeah, the it's, elements. It's warm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have somebody standing between you and the antenna. There's interference. You have interference <laughs> with the stadium network. There's a long list of things that make this inherently an unreliable device. And then you throw in operator error and you're, you're almost guaranteed that these things are going to break down at, in some way, shape, or form. Now, in, in our regular daily work, it, it doesn't matter, right? You reload the screen. You wait for five minutes. Right. You do something. It's it's third and seven. This guy yeah. needs to make a decision. <laughs> and the damn thing is, is, you know, the little wheel is spinning and he's ready to, you know, as he did so famously yeah. a couple of weeks ago, just chuck the thing uh, onto the ground. I, I just think this is like, you know, the Microsoft guy may call it the greatest technical integration ever, but, you know, it's a work in progress. And to make it such a high profile work in progress is is kind of like making that statement. You're just setting it up for a big fail like this, and and I think that's what happened. Yeah, they maybe should have tried it out with the uh, the Arena League first well, or something. Right? <laughs> I mean, or, or tried it out in uh, you know, and and let's let's be clear here. There's a lot of misconceptions about what's going on, and you know, in the media, the general media as we know, doesn't really take stadium networking seriously enough to really understand what's going on here. Let's be very clear. The sideline networks and the sideline devices have nothing, zero to do 
with stadium network deployments. You could have the greatest stadium network anywhere. Um, you mm-hmm. know, when they had problems in Denver in the playoffs, people were blaming you know the stadium, uh, uh, blaming the stadium network. And look, for security purposes, and for an equal playing field across the league, the league runs the sideline networks. They wheel in this big cart. If you go down on the right. sidelines, you can see it. It's a big cart with its own Wi-Fi. They plug in. You know, to the stadium back end on the field, but it's got its own antennas. It's on a separate network. Yep. It, you know, so any network issues are on the league. They're not on the stadium. So I just wanted to get that clear. That being said, it, you know, part of Belichick's point, and I think this is very valid, is he said they don't have the devices during the week, so they right. can't they can't be with them. They can't test them. They can't troubleshoot them. It's like, again, this is like another thing in the list of variables, right? Here it is. It's hot. It's ready to go. Like if you had them during the week, you could, you know, play with them, figure out what works, what doesn't. Um, but because it's the league wheels in the networks on game day, you know, again, you're, you're, you're setting such a high bar of difficulty here. You're almost guaranteed that something is going to mess up the, this is this is wireless networks, man. We we haven't had them for that long. This isn't yeah. like just plugging in a TV camera, something that's worked for fifty years. Yeah, it's interesting too because he's he's he. I I really appreciate his point, which is if you don't live with the technology day in and day out, it's really hard to just pick up a device, even if it's the same device made by the same manufacturer. You know, uh, quality check the same way with the same software. I'm sorry, it's still a little bit different. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. The touch, the feel of it's a little bit different. And when you're on that sideline, and like you say, it's third and seven or something, you've got you've got an instantaneous call to make. You can't be wrangling with that 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 unfamiliarity. No. Everything's got to be completely comfortable. And I think that that's a problem too with the coaches um, that the NFL and Microsoft is going to have to overcome in general is that, like you said, cranky old guy, but not just cranky old guy, cranky old guy who's had massive success doing things with very little variation in his routine over oh, yeah. so many years. Yeah. I mean, if anything, Belichick is famous for not changing. Right. <laughs> and that's, I think, another issue that, that, meets technology and stadium networks head on is that you know yeah this doesn't have anything to do with stadium networks but you you've got to respect that that mentality is out there that there are people that just want to do things a certain way well and 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 i think it does play into the the greater stadium technology thing because as you leave the field and go up into the stands you do have some of the same issues you have mm -hmm. cranky old people who may or may not even know that they have Wi-Fi on their phones. They certainly don't know how to, you know, a lot of them don't know how to change their phones to get Wi-Fi. You don't have the understanding where, oh, I might, you know, I mean, like, I've done this so long and so many times I can see a connection problem. I go, oh, I know what's happening. It's still logged into the other one. I'll log in and log out of Wi-Fi and it refreshes, right? Or I'll I'll turn the machine off. It's that level of education that, you know, frankly, just keeps many people from even trying to use stadium networks when they visit a stadium. Or, mm-hmm. like, if 10 years ago they tried to connect to the stadium network and it didn't work, you know, they're still coming to the stadium and, you know, somebody will go, why don't you pull out your phone? Ah, oh, the networks never work here. You know, it's change. It's right. change. So it's it, it's a really tough thing 
to get past that mental curve. Uh, you know, you'll never see Pelichick using a tablet on the sidelines ever again, right? I mean, the guy's no, just not going to do it. And I, I think it's a huge black eye for Microsoft and for the league, and I think it speaks to, and, and I'd like to talk about this a little bit, about how this deal was constructed. And, and right. I've always felt this way about this deal and about anything about this deal. It's like when you pay to have somebody use something as opposed to somebody going, God, I really need that to get this job done. I, yep. I think it's set up for failure. I just do. Your word choice there. Your word choice there was perfect. Constructed. This was something that was assembled in the in in the head office of the NFL and in in the in you know Redmond, Washington at Microsoft. It, it was not something that that we know of that people were clamoring for or said they couldn't do their jobs without it. Um, to go back in time a bit, I mean not back in time, but but back in time technology wise. And I'm completely ignorant of what happens on the college football sidelines, but I do watch right. college football. I have no idea what their technology situation is, but when I I do see a number of college football teams still using uh, crazy pictures on sandwich boards to call plays, or guys with uh, that look like they're breakdancing, uh, you know, rows of guys doing arm signals and jumping up and down and that sort of thing. It's an old, silly system, but man, it, it works. Well, it, it'll, it'll work in the rain. <laughs> it'll work yeah, in the snow. It works in the it's rain. Not, it works in the battery snow. is not going to go down. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, and if the crowd is so loud that you can't hear it, all he has to do is look over there and go, okay, there's a picture of Kanye, a picture of a Corvette, and a picture of a, a box of Wheaties. Okay, I got it. I know what I know what play that is. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, I think... There, there could be, and, and certainly we've seen stories or, you know, and you don't know. I, I think the other part of this, the deal structure is you don't know if people are being real or if they're paid to say something. I mean, you, Drew Brees can say, oh, this is a great thing, or Russell Wilson can sit there and say, yeah, I'm able to use the tablet to do this and that. And it may be true, but because of the deal structure, the whole thing is tainted, right? You yeah. don't know whether these guys are just playing the game or you know, playing the game of please the sponsor or playing the game of, you know, yeah, this really works. If if this had been a thing where teams had to pay their own money and get their own, you know, buy their own technology and, and you know, let dollars speak for the demand, I, I think right. it'd be different. You know, but I think, yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think too that, you know, Microsoft is rightly so seizing this as an opportunity to demonstrate the capabilities of the device. I think if the teams were having this stuff made for them and especially deployed to fit their needs, these would be very stripped down and simplified devices. Yes. These would not be, look at all the great things we could do. These would be, this device does X, Y, yeah. and doesn't do Z, and that's two it. Two buttons. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I think that that's the other thing, too. I mean, th this really does go back to, and this is a great tie-in for stadium network developers, to some extent, when you're pushing connectivity on your audience, um, and, and all the great content things that come along with connectivity, you do have to do a little bit of build it and they will come. But be very careful, as we're seeing in this scenario, be very careful about shoving technology where it doesn't belong. <laughs> it's it's Because it, it, that can bite you and make and, and, and sting your brand in a way that's way worse 
than the upside of showing people all the clever things you could do. Well, and, and I think we're we're seeing a lot of these sort of things happening in the way you're talking about it. We've been on Mobile Sports Report. We had a, a report this week of the new app for the Sacramento Kings and their, yeah. their brand new stadium, Golden One Center. You know, mm-hmm. you've got Silicon Valley guy, Vivek Ranadiv, who's the owner of the Kings. And, you know, the team's no good, so the stadium's got to be <laughs> It's got to be exceptional. <laughs> Fantastic. And you know, I haven't been there yet um, since it's been open. I was there last year when they were still building it up. But, you know, it looks fantastic. All the ideas are great. We did a profile this week of the new app they're building, and they went with a, a, a couple startups, including a startup that basically are called Built.io, who – you know, basically has this API framework where they can plug in any kind of service. So you've got appetizer for food ordering, you've got Ticketmaster for ticketing, you've got, you know, yeah. parking where you can reserve a parking spot. You've got a new uh, startup out of Seattle, Cartogram, who does um, Google Maps integrated stuff where, you know, the Google Maps even comes inside the stadium. It, it's all cool. really cool. My My question, you know, to follow up on your point is, how do you convince people that it's worth it to go through the learning curve and through the pain of eventual frustration? Because we know these things just don't work. Like everybody thinks they're going to work. It takes time. Um, How do you convince people that it's worth their time when all they really want to do is come to the stadium, you know, have a beer and watch Boogie Dunk. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. I, you know, I think your point is just great. There, there, there's a room for technology. There's ways for technology to help, um, you know, solve some of the the stadium pain points or on the field, you know, to yeah. give you advantages. But man, you you've got to start slow in test case, right? Yeah, you do. It has to be slow. And you also have to, you know, you do have to have it because eventually uh, there is going to be a changing of the guard. Eventually millennials, millennials are going to be running the world, as scary as that seems. Um, and, you know, they are going to have these head coaching jobs. They are going to be the guys running, uh, you know, uh, yeah. f- fan, you know, running the fan experience for people at stadiums. And so um, that's all great. So the technology has to be there because by the time it is, they'll they'll be completely comfortable using it but we've got several years of a gap you know before that becomes the norm and uh i i think you're right i think you do it you have to roll it out slowly it has to be low stakes stuff it has to be stuff that people aren't crushed if it doesn't work (laughs) well yeah and and Um, i think that that's a a great point because especially with the nfl and especially with the sideline stuff the other thing that makes all this, you know, even another, I would say, exponential degree of difficulty harder is that it has to work for both teams. So, you know, you've already got, you know, these guys saying, well, our phones worked and they did, theirs didn't, you know, and this is why, you know, getting back to my earlier point, this is why you can't use the stadium's network for sideline communications because those kind of things would just be too easy to to throw in the doubt, right? Pe- right? People just say, oh, you know, they want it, you know, our, our team's losing. Let's cut off the other side's <laughs> Wi-Fi access. Right. 
that's a that, that, that's a, a real scenario and the the other uh, and that, you know that's the thing too they can't create an unfair advantage no. by being the official you know whatever and speaking of unfair advantages we may as well point out this is not just a Microsoft thing. No. Um, and speaking of the, uh, uh, the Chicago of Cubs, the Cubs. Um, this is from Bob Darrow at, at uh, Fortune. Uh, this is an October 20th story. It says, uh, add Joe Madden's bulky iPad to the mix of rogue sideline devices. So an Apple device, it says uh, the Cubs coach spent 90 minutes trying to get his iPad Pro to work unsuccessfully so <laughs> this is uh you know kind of uh springboarding off of this but you know here you are in the middle of the nlcs and the coach is trying to uh pull up uh, i guess one of his lineups yeah. uh you know from uh from from one of his he's trying to enter in one his lineup during the game um it says he spent 90 minutes with technical support before he uh before uh, before the game to address the issue. Apparently it was a futile effort because he ended up using his phone to do the job. Um, <laughs> it says it was unclear whether the problem was with the device itself, the software running it, the wireless network, or some combination of all of the above. I mean, there you go again, though. It's like, it's never, these things, because, we're, because <laughs> these things can do so much, there's so much that can go wrong with it. If, if you're and, coaching the Cubs, please press one. <laughs> That's right. If your hitters are experiencing an outage of power, please press two. That's right. Oh, that would be the perfect, uh, the perfect phone prompt. Thank you. Thank you. It's my new. If you are in a major IVR American program. baseball contest, press three. If you'd like to com- to mute Joe Buck for the rest of the series, press four. Uh, yeah, that's the, great. The, the great thing about those those problems too is like once the TV guys get a hold of something like that. The visuals are so great, right? Belichick checking the tablet, Madden, like with a big marker, you know, uh, you almost, you just want to see him like taking a Sharpie to the front of the iPad, right? (laughs) Right. Well, let's just draw on the damn thing. Right. I mean, it's, Um, it's just such a great visual. It's such a slam and it just takes so much time to correct an image like that. You just, you wonder if, if it'll ever, you know, come to fruition. Yeah, it is. It is going to, uh, you know, set the. It, it always sets the brand back a bit when it, when they see it working in these in in this context, and then like in Belichick's case, it becomes like this internet meme and you know spreads like wildfire. Um, in the case of Joe Madden, um, Major League Baseball did uh, comment for for uh, the Fortune piece, and it says. Um, you know that they they reminded uh, the the reporter that it was a, uh, a, a Madden's personal tablet and not an MLB issued device. By the way, like it matters, right? Um, <laughs> and of course, Apple couldn't be immediately reached for comment. Uh, like maybe the phone prompt was uh, was part of the problem, but but that's the thing is uh, is it, it really doesn't that that's a smokescreen. It really doesn't no. matter uh, if it was his personal device or whether it was league issued or whatever. The point being. You know, he was trying to accomplish something on, a, you know, a a relatively new category of very complicated battery-operated device working on a very new mobile network. Hey, man, stuff's going to happen. Yeah, sitting in the <laughs> middle know? of a concrete dugout. Yeah, you might want to roll that, you know, you, you sure, go ahead, bring it, but you might want to uh, have yourself a paper backup when it uh, comes to the National League Championship Series. Well, you know, Just so. I'm really surprised, and I know it's a... Uh, Again, you know, this is a Microsoft thing because the Surface is a tablet, right? And you want it to be mm-hmm. seen used in a mobile fashion. But, like, yeah. why couldn't they have a kiosk on the NFL sideline 
where the tablet sits in, where you know the damn thing is wired, you know it's got power, you know it's going right. to work. Like if the one you're, you're, you know, if Belichick's wandering around, his thing isn't working, you just go over to the kiosk and log in and it could be hooded, you know, it could be branded with a big Microsoft. I, I just like the, the fact that there is no, that they're on such a tightrope here is really surprising. And to me, in, a, yeah. in the middle of a $400 million deal, like that you didn't troubleshoot this or think that this was going to break down is is to me a more damning you know condemnation of the surface and its strategy than anything else like if you yeah. can't make your product look good you didn't know what environment you were trying to bring it into and, and you see a lot of this frankly in in stadium technology deployments not just something that's high profile but you know people who just don't understand what could happen and and don't make the necessary adjustments to cover for it and and it, and it happens in uh, digital signage too i mean you, you see once in a while you, you'll be walking through a brand new convention center and you'll see four or five signs just bugging out on <laughs> for no reason and it's like wow okay so they sold advertising on the back of these you know big colorful signs yes. and now we just get a you know pixel vomit all over the place <laughs> it's like you know you, you go wow why didn't anybody you know, what, why, why didn't anybody plan for this? And I, I think the reason is that people, people do often forget how, um, you know, how likely it is that something is going to go wrong when we're dealing with cutting edge technology. It just, yeah. it, it, you and I live it. We've, we've been reporters in tech for years. Um, but it's it, it, for those that, that just have grown up thinking that everything you plug in works. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw a great tweet from a friend of mine yesterday where he was saying that there's some guy on a plane who's complaining about the Wi-Fi, and he's like, come on, we're in a metal tube going 600 miles an hour, 34,000 feet above the planet, and you're wondering why the network doesn't work. Like, we, right. we take so much of this for granted. You know, I it, know. It really is an amazing, you know, fact that that these networks work at all that i'm in my car driving and my phone answers itself and i yeah. just sit there and talk because i'm using you know hands-free uh technology it, it's i i continually i you know i stop myself and go wow this is amazing that this stuff even works but the flip side of that is is it doesn't work like a paper drawing on a cardboard, a piece of cardboard, right? right? It's not. It'll the rel- never be good as a black and white photograph no, on Bill Belichick's clipboard. No, there's there's a reliability factor that just is completely ignored, and you know, when it has to work and it doesn't, it's when you hear about it. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it for now. Um, yes. Let's uh, how, let's remind listeners how they can uh, uh, find out more about this podcast, Mobile Sports Report, uh, and all that that implies. Well, cleverly, all our content can be found at a website named originally www.mobilesportsreport.com. We were, Ta-da. yeah, we were pretty. You know, we we consider ourselves pretty uh, top notch for having set that up. At our <laughs> website, you can find daily news, daily analysis of anything and everything that is happening in the stadium technology marketplace you can also find links to these podcasts which are fantastic and you can even subscribe through itunes look for the stadium tech report podcast on our website you can also sign up for our weekly email newsletter 
which in case you are Bill Belichick or Joe Madden and your device doesn't work occasionally, <laughs> eventually you will get all our stories sent to you via email. And don't forget our quarterly stadium tech reports. We have a new one out now, the Q3 report. Uh, focuses a lot on NFL, About talks all about how uh, big stadiums are having to go through Wi-Fi upgrades because the networks they put in three or four years ago, not surprisingly to some, are in need of upgrades and the demand for... Wow. Yeah. But Already. Bank, <laughs> Bank of America Stadium and uh, for the Carolina Panthers, they were one of the first with a Wi-Fi network and several years ago and you know, it just wasn't keeping up and they came in this past off-season, ripped and replaced, put in a whole brand new network, so we have a great profile on that and other stadiums, including Gillette Stadium, where Bill Belichick's team plays. Sweet. So you can sign up for those on our website as well. Fantastic. And on behalf of Paul, the Mobile Sports Report, and this podcast, I'm Phil Harvey. That's Future Phil at Future Phil on Twitter, if you care. And thanks so much for listening to the Stadium Tech Report podcast.